Oh wow, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Blank Check. I have been lost for a really long time, but I am really grateful for the grace and the strength that God gives that I've been able to pick this up again and, you know, share my experience with you in this journey of surrender. Well, um <laughs> I'm really excited, like so excited. Um lots of fun and laughter of course together as we get to learn about the grace of God and uplift each other with the word of God and grow as children of God. Uh but most importantly, you know, um enriching ourselves with the word as the Lord leads us. So, if you're a first timer, if you've never listened to this podcast, The Blank Check, I know like The Blank Check, why would you name a podcast The Blank Check? You know, a blank check is quite interesting, very significant, very delicate, very critical. It's actually a risk. If you have a checkbook, you cannot put your signature over there and leave your your, your check everywhere because someone will just take the checkbook, write their name on the check and write the amount of money they want and they can cash it in. That's really symbolic of how surrender is. Us signing a blank check and giving it to God, you know, we don't know what amount of money he'll ask, he'll write there. We don't know what he'll ask of us, but we know we fully trust that the Lord knows us. The Lord knows our ability. He knows our strengths. He knows everything. In fact, the Bible says before we were even born, he knew us. He formed us while we were being formed in our mommy's wombs. The Lord was there with us, you know. He created us because he had a purpose. Purpose is another totally different thing that we will get around talking about, to talk about. So you just signing a blank check, giving it to God and telling him, here you go. You do whatever you want to do with me. It's not going to be easy. I don't know if I can do it, but I trust you. I trust you because out of your love, out of your kindness, out of who you are as God, you will do with me as you please and it will be all for your glory and honor and what does he do to us you know some of us imagine like pilgrimage like living a christian life is pilgrimage no 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 it is actually living our best lives living our full to our full potential we'll say full potential full potential in physics i remember when you were looking at batteries you were looking at full potential how potential could rise and fall when you connected to batteries and the likes you know fully surrendering to him and telling him my life is not my own you have it all do whatever you want to do with it in the hills and the valleys i know that you are with me you have good plans for me plans to bring me prosperity and not disaster plans for a future and a hope you remind me that i am your righteousness through christ jesus that i am a co-heir with christ that all the in heavenly inheritance is mine you know all that that is that is really what we explore here and i'm so glad to be sharing this with you i really don't take it for granted i really appreciate god for the strength and the gift i i know he who began a, the good work in me will bring it to completion because mm, 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 as i told you <laughs> i'm so excited i am a daughter in the kingdom man like nothing here on earth or you know in the heavenlies can hold me I'm really excited to to just have this platform and to share. So what do you have in your hand? What do you have in your hand? What do you have? I should actually not ask what you have in your hand. 
what do you have in the bible we read about moses when the lord uh, appeared to him first in the burning bush he told him i want you to go to egypt and rescue my people and he gave him instructions go tell pharaoh that i have heard the cries of my children and i want to take them to rescue them and take them to the land that i had promised their forefathers and when they ask you who sent you, tell them, I am sent you. I am that I am the maker of heaven and earth. Woo. The one who created the earth, the one who breathed the earth into place. You know, we actually, by the way, guys, we're living on borrowed breath. So, yeah, the one who just said, let there be and it happened. I am sent you. But, um. Moses was not content with this. He was like, I might tell them this. They might not believe me. So God asked him, then God asked him, what do you have? Then Moses said he has a rod. And that is when the Lord told him, drop the rod. And it turned into a snake. And this was the sign that he was supposed to show to Pharaoh. But interesting thing, like all human beings, Moses was not convinced. So what he did, he asked the Lord, what if they don't believe me even after doing this? You know? And in fact, me, I can't speak well. I'm so limited and all that. I totally understand him. I mean, we all have our human limitations and those things we're good at are not very good at. Some things may be our forte, others may not be. So speaking was not one of his and he was really um, aware of that. And God told him, do not worry. If it is speaking, take your brother Aaron. But I was, as I was exploring this with uh, the friend of mine yesterday during the fellowship, she was telling me, in fact, if Moses obeyed the Lord from the beginning, we wouldn't even have the stick, the question of what do you have on your hand, and we wouldn't even have the the, the picture of Aaron, Aaron coming into the picture. You know, if he just went forth as the Lord said, he would be empowered to do that. And quite interesting. And uh, the same thing, we look at the story of Jesus when he fed 5,000 people. I know most of us have read it. Uh, if not personally, it is one of the things we learn in our school curriculum. So Jesus fed the 5,000 people. It's a miracle from, we know it is five loaves and two fish. But you see, the Lord, uh, there was nothing at first. And the disciples were wondering, should we use whatever amount of money we have? It was only, the Bible says, 200 denarii worth of bread. That is all they could afford. And this is found in the book of Mark chapter 6 from verse um, 30 all through to 44. Shall we go to buy 200 denarii worth of bread? That is verse 37. Then Jesus said, um, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they found out, they saw that uh, there was a little boy who had five loaves and two fish. And they brought him, brought it to Jesus. And this is what the Lord did. I'm reading now from the Bible, verse 41. He looked up to heaven. He blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples and set before them the two fish he divided among them all. And so they all ate and they were filled. He gave thanks. He was able to multiply what was there to what was not there. And if you read on the story, you know that uh, 5,000 men, and the Bible accounts, these are just men, men in terms of men. There were women, there were children. All of them ate, and we had 12 baskets remaining. Yeah, so what do you have, you know? Many other times that the Lord calls us to do very 
not, not even big things, just even tiny little acts of kindness. You're in a matatu and he tells you, Noel, I want you to say hi to this uh, lady or guy and ask them how they're doing. And you know how Nairobi is. Like, there's this thing we say, Ogopa Kanairo. Nairobi is wah. You have to be very, very keen, very careful because you cannot trust anyone. You're like, this person, One of, first of all, he'll feel like I'm a weirdo. Or secondly, he'll think that I want to rob them and all that. But you don't know what the Lord is leading you when he says, say hi to this person and ask them how that you're doing. You know, when the Lord prompts us to do very, uh, I call them tiny acts of kindness, like even in your home, just cleaning the table after eating. Your mom, your brother, your sister has cooked and they've brought the food on the table. How about you cleaning and cleaning up the table and also cleaning the dishes? Such tiny things, you know. And the most and very interesting thing is like the after shopping, if you're parked outside, you take the if 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 it is a place where you can take the shopping cart at, outside you take it to the parking lot you put the things in your in your in your car then you leave the cart over there but then the spirit of the lord tells you take it back take it back take it back to where it's supposed to be like those things how many times has the lord called us to do things for him and we feel like we are inadequate or we just ignore or we feel like we cannot do it we want to have successful careers are one of the things that god knows that we want and he wishes for us how many times do we limit ourselves and feel like i don't have enough qualifications for this they say god qualifies the called he does not call the qualified which is totally a hundred percent you can read from the story of david you can just read all through bible all through history even moses himself he was not qualified god qualified him god anointed him and at his anointing, he was given the capacity and the ability to do that which God called him to do. How many of us are limiting ourselves today because we are feeling like this is too big for me or I don't feel like I'm ready now? Uh, one thing I've, I've, I've really been learning, the Lord has been teaching me, is that you will never be ready for anything. Absolutely ready. You just need to go for it. Go in his guidance and his strength. And as I ponder on this, what do I have? What is it you have, Noel, for the service of God? I pose the same challenge and question to you. What do you have that you can use that God can use to serve you. In fact, you really don't need anything. You yourself as a person, your body, the way you are, is basically it. Who you are as a person is enough for God to use. But you see, God is really loving. He gave us choice. He does not go where he's not wanted. He does not do things when he's not told to do. He minds his business, you know. When you do not surrender yourself and you tell him that, Lord, I am available, then he will not use you to do exploits. When you go to heaven, he shows you, you are supposed to do one, two, three, four, five, six. Forget the Elon Musk and all uh, the guys and all that, you know, you were supposed to do this and you're like, oh my, wasted potential. It is only when we surrender to God that he is able to do that. And for, there was a time I was really scared of the will of God. I was like, what if? He gives me things I do not want. You know, most of us imagine that the will of God is repressive. It's like pilgrimage, totally hard. You know, you cannot enjoy the life that you want. But mm, the Lord has really, I have, I have tasted the goodness of the Lord. I have lived in, you know, enjoy the goodness of the Lord in this land of the living and more is yet to come. When you yield, then the Lord knows 
He knows your desires and he will grant you the desires of your heart. You know, according to his riches, glory and, and, and glory in heaven, if it is in accordance to his will, his will is good and perfect. So you have to believe that. You have to believe that what he has for you is good. If you want a, a husband, it does not mean that he will get you like a, <laughs> I don't know, a guy you do not like, you know, a guy you're not interested in. He'll get you that person that you're praying for. You know, if you want a car, it does not mean that at a same age at once no, he will give you the desires of your heart. Taste and see that the Lord is good. But before you taste and see, you have to fully surrender to him. And that's the whole concept of the blank check. So today I challenge you to to tell God, I want to sink deeper, launch into the deep. I want to get to know you more, get to know you better. I want you to show me who I am. And indeed, the spirit of the Lord, the heavenlies are calling you to arise, arise, arise. And you can only arise when you surrender. When you are not conformed to the pattern of this world, but when you let the word of the Lord transform you from an inside out, that is the only way you'll be able to test and approve the holy, acceptable and perfect will of God. Oh, my prayer is that as I grow in this, I may, I may be able to just do all this, man. I don't want to die and, uh, with wasted potential. And indeed, the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. So, oh, Lord, I pray for your children. I pray for everyone listening to this, that, Lord, you may stir in them a desire to want to know you more, to want to spend time with you, oh, God, to want to know what is there in the secret place oh god to surrender to you and tell you that this is it this is you're really all i want the lord you may increase us in strength in wisdom in knowledge oh god you may increase our capacity oh god to serve you may increase us in wealth and health oh dear heavenly father lord we bless you and we praise you we glorify your holy name in jesus holy name i pray Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I I pray that the Lord's the Lord's word may walk through you. May the Lord give you peace, prosperity. I love you. I love you all. God bless you.